Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Southern Bank, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer out. He should return on Thursday. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined today by Kevin Bohannon. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, I ran you up against the break right at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, and you had basically touched on Class 6A, uh, which you had Rogers Conway, Rogers Heritage, Bryant Cabot, Springdale Harbor, Fayetteville in your top seven with outside looking in, Fort Smith Northside and Little Rock Catholic. So let's turn now to Class 5A. Yeah, Class 5A, we've already had some uh, finals come in. We're scoreboard watching uh, while Trey and Kevin were on in the last hour. Uh, Little, Rock Cent- or Little Rock Christian Academy, excuse me, defeated Sylvan Hills 3 to nothing. In the first game of their doubleheader, Louisiana Tech commit or signee Reese Torini threw a one-hitter, 13 strikeouts, only one walk uh, for the Warriors. Uh, Charlie Carter and Jackson Kircher had an RBI each in that game. Lurak Christian is 14-1 and one on the year. They're at number two in our Super 7 poll. Valley View still at number one. They're playing baseball right now. They are up 4-1 to one in the first game of that doubleheader. Valley View had a really good week last week. They're ten and three overall, but four and zero last week. They defeated Marion in a doubleheader, beat them three zero and four one. And Eli Cresilius, a Louisiana Monroe commit, threw a no hitter in game one, and then Slade Caldwell was really good in game two. Uh, they're top of the conference in the five A East right now. They ended the week defeating Robinson ten to one and Harding Academy four to two. Green County Tech number three, Marion four. They did lose to Nettleton last night in the first of their doubleheaders, seven to six. They got the Raiders back in game two by a score of fourteen to nothing. So uh, Marion may fall a couple of spots uh, this week with the loss to Nettleton. Maddox Hampton, uh, the Nettleton Raiders starter, he's really good. Randy, we talk about him during football season. Two sport athlete, quarterback on the on the gridiron, and then pitcher on the diamond. So Arkansas High, they're ten and three on the year. They're ranked number five. Ty Wade. Razorback signee. Razorback fans, remember the name. Get used to it. The young man can swing the bat. He's leading the state in home runs right now. Hit three last week. Hit two against Camden and then one against Hot Springs. He's hit ten on the year. Uh, Maumel, we talked about them a little bit earlier. Tag Andrew Patently threw no hitters against Parkview last week. And then they lost to Lone Oak, which everybody's lost to Lone Oak, except Little Rock Christian this year. Uh, Maumel's down in four. Mountain Home, 9-1 on the year. Their first loss was to Batesville last Saturday. But uh, the outside looking in right now, Greenwood won't be there too much longer, Randy. I think the Bulldogs have gotten it together, and they're figuring it out. They beat Harrison last night 15 to nothing and 13-2. to Now, I know Harrison lost a lot from their state championship team in 4A, but it's a 5A school. Well, you and I can agree on that. Mm-hmm. They play 5A in football. A lot from last year, but Greenwood put it to him. Grant Corns, tremendous on the mound. Austin Mitchell was All State last year. 
and then they have Aiden Cannon as a senior, but most of their pitchers are all juniors and sophomores. And then Batesville is the other team. We are having connection difficulties, it sounds like, with Kevin as we speak. Presentation, they were shut out of the Super 7 poll through the first three weeks. Uh, going to Class 4A, uh, it's still Lone Oak and then everybody else. I, I can't stress that enough. Lone Oak's one of the best teams in the state. I don't care what classification you're talking about. Their pitching and defense is very underrated because they can hit the ball so well. I think they've hit 17 or 18 home runs as a team this year, Randy. And Steel Eves, who's a Razorback commit, uh, it's, it's one hitter after one hitter, maybe a no-hitter or two-hitter. Uh, I'll pull the stats for later in the week, and we can talk about it. But his last game, last week, they had a, a one he threw a one-hitter, and then Tripp Sullivan uh, threw a one-hitter in back-to-back games. So Jackson Engel had 15 strikeouts against Maumelle in that 4-1 to one win. And Engel's the one that is not a Razorback commit, but I think he should be at some point. And then Cole Spears is the, the third Razorback commit. Uh, he had a home run last week as well. Robinson, two. Stuttgart, three. Brooklyn, they're number four right now. They're leading the 3-4A conference. Gentry, new to the poll this week. They're 9-1 after their 5-3 win over Prairie Grove last week. Arkadelphia makes their return to the Super 7. They're playing a lot better ball of late. They're a little bit more inspired. Their team batting average up to 288 on the year. Uh, Trip Campbell, who had a phenomenal year last year on the mound, leads the Badgers with a 457 batting average. Then Pocahontas is number seven. Outside looking in, you got a pair of uh, 1-4A teams in Prairie Grove and Huntsville. Uh, going to Class 3A, Randy, we got same team up top, Harding Academy. Yeah, they're eight and five, but their five losses are teams that are 5A or better. So when you lose to Blue Rock Christian, Green County Tech. Valley View, you have the team that's going to be right there at the end, so I'm not too concerned about Harding losing those games. Elkins playing really well of late. They're 14-1 and on the year right now. Uh, They got a doubleheader win last night. Camden Harmony Grove, number three. Rosebud, four. Melbourne, five. Boonville, six. They are now eight and four on the year after defeating Pottsville last night and Cossatot River. Dax Golf hit a monster home run. That was number four on the year for him. Genoa Central, 10-0 and on the year. They're one of the last few unbeaten teams in, class, in in the state, no matter what classification you talk about. Outside looking in, you got Bismarck, 6-1, and Charleston, 7-1, and and Rivercrest at 7-0. and Going down to Class 2A, Randy. Uh, Woodlawn still up at top, 14-3 and on the year. Carlisle, they're winners of four straight games. Uh, Dalton Ward got his first complete game of the, of the year, uh, the righty, uh, against Mayflower. That was a 4-3 to win. Bigelow, they've only got two games in, but two really good wins. 16-3 to over St. Joe, and then Cutter Morningstar, they beat 17 to nothing. Bigelow and Episcopal game from last Friday got postponed. Really looking forward to that one. Horatio, we talked about them last week. They were 11-5 and after four straight wins. They did drop a game to Genoa Central last week, but when you drop a game to a, a, a top seven 3A team, it's, it's not a big deal. So Episcopal is now 5-6 and six on the year. Rector did drop a game last week. The Cougars uh, called them the Wildcats the other day after a, a long weekend, and they reached out to me. So uh, Cougar Nation up there, uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, Rector is 6-1 and one on the year. They did drop a game to Buffalo Island Central. Parker's Chapel is number 7 right now. They're playing better ball of late. They get a rematch with Woodlawn next week. Southside B Branch, Cotter and Greenland on the outside looking in. Greenland's got a couple of uh, really good sophomores that are playing for him right now. Uh, I talked to Coach Jordan Larkin the other day, and uh, he's really excited about his team. Good mix of veterans. They had seven starters back. Uh, blend in a couple of young sophomores that will be in the running for our newcomer uh, team this year. So watch out for Greenland in that 1-2A. Class A had a really good tournament up at Wonderview, the Daredevil Classic last weekend, Randy. They played on Thursday and Saturday. Uh, Wonderview ended up winning that event over Mount Ida 5-3. I talked to Coach Phil Golden yesterday. said Mount Ida is really good. They're going to be one of the teams at the end of the year that people are going to have a lot of trouble with. Taylor's still sitting at number one, Randy, 10-4 and four on the year. Norfolk, 6-0 and oh on the year, 3-0 oh in conference play. They still got to take on Viola and Westside Greer's Ferry in the second uh, round of their round robin in conference play. 
But right now, Randy, in 1A, it's, it's Taylor and North Fork and then kind of everybody else. Wonderview's 3, Mount Ida 4, Westside Grish Ferry 5, Biola 6, County Line 7. Big doubleheader coming up soon with County, County Line and Scranton. That'll be good in northwest Arkansas. All right, I'm going to put you to the test. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready. All right. You said Texarkana High's Ty Wade, uh, best power hitter right. in the state. He hit his 10th yep. home run of the season. Do you know who holds the single season record and how many in home runs for the state of Arkansas? I think it's the kid, is it Jake Godwin from Parker's Chapel with 20 or 21? I know he's up there in the overall category as well, but uh, I've looked at it enough times I should know it by now, but it's got to be 20 or 21. I'm proud of you. You know, I, I, I am proud of you. Okay. Jake Goodwin, <laughs> Parker's Chapel, Good one, yeah. He hit 20 in 2001. Now, I'll tell you how old my mind is. I thought the record was still held by <laughs> Howard McMahon of Jacksonville. The Boom Boom <laughs> oh, Boys. Yeah. He and Barry Hickenbotham. Yeah, the McMahon name. Yeah, Howard yeah. McMahon. McMahon name. Go. I mean, he's way down yeah. the list. It's uh, only 13. And then another name that um, I didn't realize had such power uh, was uh, Andy Runyon. Uh, that was back in 2000 oh, for, yeah. for Green County Tech. Andy hit 13. Uh, so kind of, again, paltry. So I'll tell you something. Yeah, Andy hit for the cycle as a sophomore in 1998 in the state finals against Batesville that we lost 15 to 13. He comes back his junior year and... If, if Rogers hadn't hit 58 home runs that year and set the state record for team home runs in a season, think of that, 58 home runs. They averaged two a game. Now, I think Lonoke's got 18 and they're leading. So, I mean, if they get to 30, that's going to be amazing. But in that era, 58 home runs was, was still pretty good. But we hit 48 or 50 as a team in 99. He transfers to Green County Tech because Pip got a job up there as the head football coach. And him and his teammate, uh, the name—it's right there next to his name on, on the home run list because hey, Andy Andy was second on the team, and uh, they hit twenty—I think twenty-seven or twenty-eight combined that year for Green County Tech. Well, I hate to correct you on something, but the most home runs in a season okay. is still held by the Boom Boom Boys of Jacksonville with fifty-eight. What is it? Rogers. Uh, I knew it was 58. Okay. Yeah, Rogers okay. had 54 in 1998. 54, okay. And uh, the okay. record right now still belongs to Jacksonville with 58. Damn. Yeah, that's that's hammering. Now, Jake Goblin also leads the state in uh, career home runs with 51. I mean, he, is, he has blown the competition away. That was from 1999 through 02. And uh, as you mentioned, the cycle uh, was accomplished also by Tyler Cameron of Parker's Chapel back in 2006. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, but um, I followed. In fact, I, I think I broadcast quite a few of the Boom Boom Boys, so I always thought I, I knew a lot about those guys uh, back in the day. But obviously, uh, my mind went to sleep after 1987, so uh, kind of an education there. I'll tell you what, Randy. Ty Wade could get to 20 home runs, but teams won't pitch to him now. I guarantee After he hit the home run against Hot Springs, he was walked three straight times, two intentional. I mean, the last time he got up, he got there left-handed because he was tired of getting intentionally walked, and they still walked him. So <laughs> uh, he, they're going to get to the meat of their conference. Yeah. They're going to get to the meet their conference schedule here with Sheridan, uh, Whitehall, um, and El Dorado. So uh, they're going to pitch around him. They're going to make everybody else beat him. And as good as he is at the plate, he's been really good on the mound, too. Uh, he was All-State last year with a 1-5-3 ERA. And then coming back this year, he's been just as good. But he's going to be a catcher at the University of Arkansas. 
Uh, they're going to give him a shot there. But the bat plays, I think he could play a corner infield spot as well, maybe first, third. Uh, depends on, you know, the same guys they bring in. But he's a top 100 talent nationally. So uh, his dad could swing it as well, Billy Wade. He was at Mills, played for Pip Running in the late 80s, early 90s. Now, you mentioned something also a moment ago about Greenwood uh, cracking into that uh, top seven. Uh, you mentioned the name Grant Carnes. Is this the same yeah. Grant Carnes that happens to be, oh, by the way, a pretty good quarterback himself? Uh, good receiver, yes. That's receiver, Grant okay. Carnes. Yeah, he, okay. he was all state. Yeah, he was all all state as a receiver this past year. Uh, so yeah, Grant's really good on the on the diamond as well. So uh, he had close to 100 catches. I think he had 82 or 83 catches this year, uh, 11, 1200 yards. So yeah, same Grant Carnes. He's he's having a good baseball season so far. And the starting pitching for the Bulldogs is really deep right now. I talked about Aiden Cannon. Uh, he's going to play college baseball, and then you got Carnes and Mitchell, who was All State last year. He had a Mitchell was six and four, but he had a, a two or sub two ERA. So it's a it's a really good pitching staff, especially front line pitching. If you got three starters, you can win three games in three days. You can get out there and do that. And if you start swinging the sticks like they are, they got a really good chance. Um, the they're matched up with the East, so it all comes down to matchups, like we say, and it's the Central against the South. When it comes to the 5A state tournament, you got 16 teams. So if they finish, they should win the 5A West. They're they're my favorite right now. And then Greenbrier Mountain Home. We'll battle it out for two and three. So they'll match up with the East, and you're looking at possibly Batesville, Green County Tech, Marion right now in that in that four spot. So uh, they'll have a they'll have a tough game right off the bat. Charlie, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, guys. How are we doing today? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing hey, great. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Well, we were talking about, uh, you mentioned the Boom Boom Boys. Now, what year was that you mentioned those guys? In 1987. Okay, okay, because I actually played against those guys. Uh, they were in a conference, and you mentioned those guys, and you don't mention the name of Hugh Walker? Uh, he was, Oh yeah. I don't think Hugh was part of the Boom Boom Boys. Was he? He graduated in 88, did he, did he not? Yeah, he... He, I played softball against Hugh. He's a little bit older than me, so yeah, he's about. He graduated in '88. Right. I, I played. I played against. Uh, then he should be part of those Boom Boom Boys. Then yes, I played first base and the left-handed hitter, and I still have nightmares. He was <laughs> maybe as pure of a prospect I think I've ever seen. Uh, if you had chosen to play football, he could have been a great running back. Uh, he or a was, linebacker. Or a linebacker. You're right. I mean, he I mean, he had he, played, he was huge. He had huge thighs. He played against us. He, I don't know if he played in the outfield position, but he played catcher against us. And I think he was the number 18 draft pick by the Royals, if I'm not mistaken. He was a first okay. rounder. He was a first rounder. Yeah. I think he was number 18 by the Kansas City Royals. Yes. And like I said, you know, I played first base, and he's a left-handed hitter. So you can just imagine, man, every time he steps up to the plate, I'm, I'm sitting there like, man, boy, hey, coach, can I, can I get a sub over here or something? <laughs> no, you're you're in right field. You're holding hands with the right fielder. You're going exactly. to make the pitcher cover just in case exactly. there was a ball that uh, you might could get him out. He could also run. He could. I mean, he, 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 was, he was a high school version of Bo Jackson. Yeah, that's a great comparison. I mean, best athlete I ever, I ever, and I played basketball, I played college basketball, and I played high school baseball, and, and, and obviously, but, uh, you know, he best athlete I ever. You didn't see Shabazz coach. then? I, I did not. I, like I said, Hugh Jackson, I mean, he's not Jackson, but he, Walker was an I'm going to send you some video, so I, I Charlie. I saw him <laughs> high school and American Legion ball, so I, I, I've met him many occasions, and yeah, I still have nightmares. I appreciate it, guys. But I just I just want to make sure he was mentioned. All right, Charlie. Good, good, good uh, observation there. Hugh Walker was something else. He was something else. He was quite a player. That was quite that nineteen eighty seven Jacksonville team. Maybe one of the best ever. 
this state has seen. Yeah, that is absolutely right. Yeah, and then I was I was six years old back then, but <laughs> Dad was coaching a junior high at the time, so I, I was starting to follow you know junior high and high school sports, especially you know following along with the stats and everything back in back in those days. So. Uh, I got to see a lot of those Jacksonville teams early on because that's where Dad got his start in coaching at Jacksonville North. So a lot of those kids from the 80s, he coached back in junior high. So I still had relationships with those as I got older, and he still stays in contact with them. So I got to know them as I was growing up. And a lot of good talent came through Jacksonville during that time. They were uh, outstanding in just about every sport they played. It didn't matter. And a lot of those athletes, uh, as an example, Barry Hickenbotham uh, was a punter and punted for Louisiana Tech. And I want to say Howard McMahon also played for Louisiana Tech. I want to say he was a defensive tackle, if I remember correctly. But uh, And Hugh could have played. You know, and Hugh left uh, baseball as a professional he went back to Arkansas Tech and played football for a while. Uh, it's kind of like Basile Shabazz. You know, Basile came back and tried to play for UAPB. But uh, injuries just really yeah. decimated him to the point that, uh, you know, he just couldn't do it anymore. But, uh, yeah, he's only running a 4-6 compared to a 4-2. <laughs> but I get yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy, real quick before we get to the break, Batesville has now tied it up with Valley View, 4-4. Four four. They're in the bottom of the sixth. Bo Baxter had a double uh, down the line in the bottom of the fifth that scored three runs for the Pioneers. Big game in the 5-8 East right now. All right, when we come back, we'll be visiting with the mayor of Wynn. So stay tuned. We'll get an update what's going on in Yellow Jacket country. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Do you have what it takes to compete in the 19th annual Double B's Buzzbecue competition? Register your team now at buzzbq.com. Teams can compete in pork, chicken, ribs, brisket, and sauce. Spots are limited and go fast, so you don't want to miss out. Register your team at buzzbq.com and lock in your spot for the 19th annual Double B's Buzzbecue, sponsored by Michelob Ultra, Gravely Mowers, Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Fence Brokers, benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas. After 60 years, it's their last tour. BOJ's last stop on the Love Train Tour. This Saturday night at the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. With special guests, the Spinners. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Grammy Hall of Famers, and Philadelphia Soul Icons. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. BOJ's last stop on the Love Train Tour. Back in 1953, Whit Davis and his wife started Whit Davis Lumber Company. 70 years and four stores later, this family-owned business is still going strong. During their 70th anniversary sale, you'll find unbeatable deals on a variety of products. But if you're looking to score a deal on a grill, now's the time. They're offering $70 off any grill purchase now through April 15th. Go see my friends at Whit Davis and Jacksonville Cabot Greenbrier and Sherwood during their 70th anniversary sale going on now through April 15th. The Arkansas Golf Center in Conway is recognized as a perennial Golf Digest Top 100 fitter and multi-year best in state for golf instruction. The award-winning pros at Arkansas Golf Center utilize industry-leading technology like TrackMan 4 and Foresight GC Quad Launch Monitors to measure your golf swing needs. With a matched low-price guarantee and 0% financing available, you'll never pay more while shopping local. Go to argolfcenter.com to find out more and book your lesson or fitting today. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment 
adjustment is completely covered by health insurance. And I'm telling you, folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Great lawn start today, long before the grass is green. If you live in central Arkansas, Sanders Ground Essentials can help make your yard into a great lawn. Call Sanders Ground Essentials today at 315-9395. Around the web, SandersGround.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams or rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Kevin Bohannon, I'm Randy Rainwater, now joined by the mayor of Wynn, and that is the Honorable Jennifer Hobbs. Jennifer, good afternoon. If you would, just kind of catch us up to date. Well, let me ask you, or say this first. Our condolences for the loss of life that you had there in Wynn, and certainly, not only the loss of life, but uh, almost the utter destruction by, of your city. But uh, if you would, Mayor, if you would, update us on what's going on today in Wynn, Arkansas. Well, it's just been um, hectic, and we're just trying to work through the devastation. And the start, we started the cleanup process. Um, as you said, four lives are four lives too many lost, and um, our heart grieves for those families. But our heart breaks for our neighbors um, that have lost everything, including businesses. And um, so we are just trying to to help our neighbors um, clean up. We want to get our town cleaned up as quickly as possible so that we can start rebuilding and get these families back back in our community where they belong and. We've got to rebuild our school, our high school. We've got to rebuild our sewer treatment plant. So we have a long road ahead of us. I saw some of the aerial photos of the destruction to the high school in particular, um, being a sports program, and uh, love the city of Wynn. Uh, found an affection uh, that goes all the way back to the General Don Campbell but um, yeah. speaking of the athletic facilities, Mayor, what what uh, can that be restored in time for uh, the athletic season uh, beginning this fall uh, for the Yellow Jackets? That seems quite a daunting task to me, but I am not hands-on <laughs> with the timeline. Um, our superintendent, is he's handling the school. It's, it's a complete loss for our high school. So, I mean, we've lost our, our football stadium, with, you know, along with mm-hmm. we had just gotten a new electronic school board last year and um, made major improvements. I think you've probably seen the pictures. The, the turf was literally ripped off the field. We, the bleachers were destroyed. We've got a set of bleachers sitting on top of what's left of the concession stand right now. And But we lost our auditorium, which housed many decade-long drama program. We... Um, we this the school's just an utter loss, um, so we lost a lot of programs. Um, but we will we're strong and we will persevere and we will rebuild. I don't know what that timeline looks like. Um, we're we're putting a rush on it, and um, it's a high priority. Mayor, what are your needs? Current needs? Uh, a, do you have power back on? We got a lot of power restored today. Um, uh, we have two electrical suppliers in town. Entergy is probably the largest um, volume 
and then we have a, a Woodruff co-op that powers part of our community but they were able to bring in a huge amount of crews it's been amazing the number of power trucks that have been in town and a lot of power was restored by two o'clock this afternoon um, they're continuing to work on that hundreds of power poles were completely ripped up so it's been quite a daunting task just to to get power restored and so that has been um, a great relief to see so much power go back on today we have a list of items that is needed locally uh, in the metro central arkansas area what are some of your needs there uh in when well i haven't seen the updated list today um of course up until today we still had a huge need for flashlights lanterns batteries and things because we did have so many people without power um i know we were needing mattresses um that we have a facebook page that we're trying to share the donation list through the the tornado the wind tornado distribution center facebook page um, as well as our wind city hall facebook page um that is how the primary needs are being being pushed out and that is obviously a fluid thing that the list of needs are changing we have had an outpouring of donations come in and we're grateful for that but we are continually every day having more and more people show up needing items out of that donation center i know some of the things that were needed in central arkansas uh as an example roofing nails to secure tarps for homes and then there was the non-perishable food items that were needed all the way from something as simplistic as needing toilet paper um, i'm certainly uh, sure that you're probably needing diapers and other things such as that so if someone wanted to donate mayor where would they go or what site would they go to or who would they need to contact in order to be able to help contribute towards this effort so we have our donation center is set up at 187 murray avenue so things may be shipped there. Leanne Lovell is our coordinator, and her phone number is 870-588-5329. They also have um, monetary um, donations are being take, taken at the First, Na- First Financial Bank, and I think they have some Venmo and Cash App things as well, and that's posted on their Facebook page, but that's 100% going to go to the victim. And um, so we're we're just grateful for the outpouring. And, and as you said, there there is a need for the canned goods and the diapers and and all of those items. Um, I noticed, you know, we had quite a few the other day bringing in toothbrushes and toothpaste and just basic needs because we had many families that just lost everything. Speaking of those that have lost everything, what what about? housing how are you able to uh accommodate those who have no place uh that they're able to to live in right now so we do have a number of shelters set up and we have a few people taking advantage of this the red cross shelter location at first assembly of god we have the old tri-county baptist youth camp i think calvary is the name of that now uh, we have a number of people that are temporarily staying with family members and friends. Um, we had some that even though their homes are severely damaged, absolutely refuse to leave and they're still trying to, to get by in that shelter. Um, long-term plan, of course, obviously we want to, to rebuild and FEMA has already started the discussions with the city on how they can help with that process. Their mobile unit is on the ground in wind today, and we will be um, continuing those meetings to see how we can set up some temporary housing and then FEMA um, step in and help these homeowners rebuild. I would guess this almost would rival to a degree what went on with uh, Katrina, in which they brought in the mobile homes. There used to be 
I can't tell you how many. It, it was more than the eye could count, it seemed like. Uh, they had those eventually stored down near Texarkana. I'm assuming that's that's something that uh, could be as a possibility for those that are displaced right now, and that is maybe bringing in um, mobile homes such as they had there in uh, in uh, Hotel uh, in, in uh, Hurricane Katrina. That is um, one of the possibilities, but there's some logistic things that we would have to work out. They, they've mentioned a, a number of options that we have available. We haven't gotten far enough in the, the planning process and the discussions to know exactly what plan will fit when best. So we'll be, we'll be continuing those talks over the days to come. Were any other services besides power? Uh, did you suffer, for instance, to your to your sewer system or uh, to your water system? I mean, did you have any damage occur in those particular areas? Yes, sir. Um, our water treatment facility was unharmed, but we com- it's a total loss for our sewer treatment facility. So we are that's a desperate situation for us and um, we have had several government agencies working on a solution a temporary solution because um, we're long term we're just going to have to build a complete new facility and so we are anxiously working through that process thankfully I do not have to be hands-on in that we have a water administrator that is handling that and has his own liaison through Arkansas Department of Emergency Management. So that's taking some of that pressure off of me, and I can rely on him to oversee that process. I can't imagine the stress that you and the rest of the community have been under over these last several days. What have you been able to do? mayor to kind of let some of that pressure off what how how is the community able to kind of uh, catch their breath collectively i think from my observation i have seen the community draw together and i think working and serving others has been a great outlet outlet for a lot of them to process um it's it's been amazing the 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 teamwork that i have seen and um, that's why I'm encouraged by that. Um, they're just focusing on helping others, and I think that's what, you know, they're taking their eyes off of themselves so much and, and helping each other get along and get through it. Did you suffer any personal destruction yourself? No. Personally, my home was outside the path of the storm, so thankfully I haven't had to you know, divert any of my energy or attention to, to personal belongings. I've been able to put all my focus on what the city needs done. That's uh, that's a blessing into itself. And uh, yeah. I, I told this story. I I my personal home was about two blocks in two different directions away from a a direct hit uh, in Little Rock, and around two thirty on Friday. I lost, we lost power. My wife and I lost power at our house. I can't imagine uh, the kind of destruction, though, on the other hand, that some of your residents are dealing with. But I just remember Sunday around 4.30 when the power came back on. I've never been, Jennifer, more appreciative of having power than I have at any other time in my life. And I promise myself never, never take it for granted again. Right. I understand. Mayor, we thank you for your time. God bless you. God bless the community of of Wynn. And we pray for a speedy recovery as possible. Please call upon us if there's anything we can do. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is the mayor of Wynn, Jennifer Hobbs. We'll come back and wrap up Drive Time Sports in just one moment.
If you are a shelter insurance policyholder and have damage to your home, car, farm, or business due to the recent storms, please call 1-800-SHELTER. That's toll-free 1-800-743-5837. Or report your claim online at shelterinsurance.com. Early reporting of your loss will help shelter schedule adjusters to handle your claim. Take whatever reasonable steps you can to protect your property from additional damage and call 1-800-SHELTER to report your claim today. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drop Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. We wrap it up for this Tuesday. Kevin, I cannot imagine just looking at the aerial photos. And yes, there's been similar destruction uh, that's gone on from Colonel Glenn Road in Little Rock all the way through Burns Park, North Little Rock. Then you yeah. add that on into Jacksonville and now into Wynn. It is just simply unimaginable some of the destruction that has occurred. We appreciate Mayor Hobbs for coming on and updating us on what happened uh, occurred there in Wynn. And uh, I spoke as I was talking with Mayor Hobbs. Uh, I mean... I feel a connection. I always have felt, especially with Don Campbell, the general, coaching so many years yeah. there and when doing a sonic blast with Coach uh, Campbell years ago, and and um, then most recently uh, being privileged to be able to speak at his funeral uh, there in the auditorium that was destroyed uh, in the tornado, and uh, and then to think where we set up that particular day. 
I think Chuck from Wynn the other day said, have we been sitting there uh, doing the show as this tornado went through? Then we may have ended up, I think he said, somewhere in Kentucky. But um, and then to see the <laughs> right. uh, destruction of the football facilities, the stadium, uh, I guess it, amazing things happen in tornadoes. But to see the destruction, I mean, there's 85 plus yards if you count the 10 yards in the end zone it looks like 95 yards of turf has been just simply ripped off the field and you've got this one little peeled back yeah one little patch uh, that looks to be around the 10 or 15 yard line through the end zone that survived i mean that's that's just that's just mind-boggling um the destruction, yeah, and, the, and I know Rick. I know Rick gives us a hard time about the word unbelievable, but that was that was something. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to the guy that does it does it for a living, and he has put turf down. He put it down at Sylvan Hills, and the company that did it. He said, Kevin, for that to have happened, he said it had to be I mean, catastrophic. Obviously, is the word, but you have to have 170 to 200 mile per hour winds directly on it to, to have that kind of impact and you know I was listening to yesterday when you talking to um, Mayor Terry Hartwick in North Little Rock and Friday it was you know you got a little scary over here with you know I, we saw the back edge of it as it came into Sherwood uh, right above our neighborhood and I mean you're a quarter mile away from Osage you know drive over there where they had damage and everything so uh, it was a scary moment over here for sure and uh, just seeing Burns Park and where we take tests Alright, Kevin's dropped out on practice balls. Okay, go ahead. You need to repeat uh, your last uh, yeah. couple of words because we we dropped you for a moment. Gotcha. North Little Rock Baseball lost all of their equipment. Uh, practice balls, game balls, uh, everything was lost. Not only did they lose their field at the Salvo, but you know those those young men. What they're going to do for the end of the year uh, remains to be seen. Where they're going to practice, it's just amazing to see that. And you take Tessa to go play at the playground over there, and there's no trees around mm. the playground equipment or the rides over there, and it's just kind of it, it, tear jerking to see all of that. And we're very fortunate, and you know, thank you to all the local media, Todd Jacoby and James Bryant. Uh, all the guys at Channel 7 that I was watching the other day, and then 4, 11, 16, all of them uh, did a great job. And uh, it's just, it's it's kind of, it, it reminded me of the May first, March 1st, 97 tornadoes, Randy. And you talk about stuff that being displaced. That I remember there in southwest Little Rock where a home was hit, a checkbook was found in Cabot. Huh. You know, and then stuff from Arkadelphia that was picked up by Henderson State was found in Little Rock, you know, through those storms in 97. So uh, it's, it's amazing some of the things that can happen in, in those powerful storms. Well, one blessing. Uh, I do believe Burns Park will be closed, if I remember what Terry said yesterday, uh, for at least two weeks. Um, right. The tremendous facilities they have for the youth baseball uh, that was kind of at the other end of Burns Park. Uh, that, along with the softball complex, was spared. Uh, so right. that is yep. a, that is a blessing. The tennis facilities, apparently they were spared. Uh, but then, as you mentioned, DeSalvo Park took a direct hit, and uh, everything was lost there. And they had what we call the old Babe Ruth Field. Uh, That's right. That was right the next. Grandstand. Yeah. And, uh, gosh, that's been around forever. And uh, then the fun park that you talked about there at Burns Park was destroyed as well. So, man, uh, we all have suffered in this one way or the other. And um, we certainly pray for all the communities and uh, a special blessings, uh, hopefully going out to uh, those in Wynn who are trying to uh, recover their lives and... Uh, salvage what they can of their possessions so um, we'll continue to pray and uh, hopefully we will continue to receive um, notices of things that are needed uh, 
I know people want to help, and they yes. need to know what yes. in particular is needed because um, I have, we have, my wife and I, uh, we have clothes that we want to donate. I have yet to hear of anyone who is in need of clothes. Uh, so if someone is aware uh, that there is a need to drop off clothing, please let us know because we will be happy. There's, uh, um, now granted, <laughs> uh, there's certain sizes it's only going to fit. But uh, hopefully something is better than nothing. But um, And I know that there have been some folks who've lost everything, and that includes yeah. clothing. So um, we're hopeful that we somehow can uh, help someone in that regard. Um, I'll finish up on this one, uh, back to our kind of uh, I jacks. An update. Okay, please do. All right. Right now what we're doing is we're looking at east-central Oklahoma in through western Arkansas. These are going to be a little bit of a time setting for when we think that things are about to evolve. We're looking at from western into eastern Oklahoma, from western Arkansas into eastern Oklahoma through this evening and in the early overnights. That's the more favored region. And then we have a cold front to the west, and as it starts to move into the state early in the morning, more thunderstorms will start to fire up as it lifts, with the main activity starting to move into the central part of the state somewhere around dawn, I would say, from about maybe 3 to about 7 or 8 in the morning. And then to the points east of Little Rock, say from about Jonesboro, Pine Bluff, El Dorado, eastward, that will progress into that area during the, uh, the uh, morning and early afternoon hours for tomorrow. So there's a continued threat. Uh, that's conditional on where this front actually sets up for the next 24 hours or so. But uh, eventually it will be out of here by uh, Thursday morning, we think. So are you talking basically, Damon, from the top of the state right, to the north all the way to the south of the state? Correct. This is encompassing right. the entire state yes. of Arkansas. Yes, this is going to be wow. a, a statewide event, or at least the potential is there. Um, and as what we're like, I say we're getting a cold front coming in from the west, and as it plows up thunderstorms, if we can get these storms out in front of that line as it starts to move in, those individualized cells, if they start going up this evening or whatnot, those are the ones that we think might start to rotate and potentially give us severe tornado potential. And <clears throat> that's going to be a developing thing that we're going to have to watch. And the timing is probably the most uh, liquid thing that we have right now to deal with because it all depends on the movement of this storm system. All so right. keep an eye on it. Keep listening for watches and warnings, and we'll have him with Channel 7 as needed. All right. Thanks, Damon. Thank you, sir. Damon. Thank you, Kevin. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. For Kevin Bohannon, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and neuter your pet. Love those pets. They also were involved. For Drive Time Sports, so long, everybody. Chuck Barrett, inviting you to listen to me call the hogs on 1037 The, the Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. The Razorbacks are coming at you. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is